You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like Rollstone Bank and Trust, where you matter most. The business world is more competitive than ever, and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast as we continue our On the Road series. Today we're over at Clear Tech Group at 1079 Central Street in Lemonster. Travis Condon here with Kat Deal. And Kat, who are we joined by today? Today we're joined by Tony Fields. Tony's the president and CEO of Clear Tech Groups. And I just want to say I'm I'm geeking out today because I'm such a tech person. So I'm excited to be here today. And if I ask too many geeky questions, Travis will tell me, I'm sure. She's been looking forward to this all week long. I'm not even joking. She's been so excited to come here, Tony. Oh, that's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to, because... I'm an entrepreneur now, so I was an engineer for 20 years, and then I became an entrepreneur, so less and less of the technical things oh. are in my head, because <laughs> I hire people who are smarter right, exactly. than me on that side. <laughs> so I might have to blow the dust off of some of my tech skills if you ask some questions, but all good. We'll keep it chill. We'll keep it chill. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony, let's start off with an easy one for you. Can you give us an overview of what Clear Tech Group does for those that might have driven by and seen the sign or heard you speak at a chamber event? Absolutely. So... ClearTech Group is founded by myself uh, as supporting small businesses and helping them use technology. Technology has become so critical to business success nowadays. So what we do is we support businesses from a help desk standpoint, helping you out with your IT strategy and supporting the IT that you have. We also, with things like the cloud, we help people migrate to the cloud if it makes sense. And then we also making sure they're secure. Uh, Security is paramount nowadays with your business and things like that. So securing your business, helping support it, and helping with strategy. Those are such important things to our small businesses and to all businesses, large and small, that you got to be safe in today's environment. It's not safe out there all the time. So you have a really great history, and I'm going to start with your job in your teens at Radio Shack, because honestly, isn't it every Radio Shack employee's dream to own your own like tech company? Absolutely. Right? So- Everybody, I, I mean, I'm of the age, I'm a Gen Xer. We grew up at Radio Shack. You wanted to build something, you went to Radio Shack. Can you tell us about that? Like, that's an amazing place to start. Yes, actually, uh, the the connection with Radio Shack was actually my mother. And so, first off, my father was the IT person, but my mother was actually the gen- uh, a manager of a local Radio Shack in air. And so I used to tag along. And I'd be able to hang out in all the gadgets and all of the, you know, uh, the toys or the, the, the coolest new things that would come out. Like there was, a, I remember there was a, uh, one of those handheld football games that uh, you could mm-hmm. play. And all it was was lights and mm-hmm. things like that. And I brought it home and everybody in the neighborhood thought I was like this wizard and they came <laughs> and hang out. So, uh, so Radio Shack really um, working with my mother and going to, to some of the... Um, 
uh, being there when new things came out and being able to see things, it, it gave me that curiosity and you know my, that confidence that even though it's new, it's something that I could try out and learn more. So the gadgets was really cool. And like I said, with my father, my father was a data analyst. And when it came to the first time where PCs would come out, oh. they were in the house. So there was, uh, you know, a double-sided interest in uh, technology with both my parents. Wow. That's, I mean, that's just like a dream, right? Like you get to go to Radio Shack and see all the new stuff and take it home. That's, oh, but yeah. that, that's a great place to start though, because nice thing about Radio Shack is that you get pieces that you can assemble into something else, you know, and you get to see all that tech. And then that led you even further into the, into the field. Yes. You went into the Air Force. Yes. Yeah. And you continued your tech career there. But what did you do during your time in the Air Force? So that's, uh, that's an interesting um, side to it was uh, I actually went to Fitchburg State for, for a semester. Go Falcons. I just, when I, exactly. <laughs> and so, but this was definitely in, 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 in I'm not even going to say the year because then we talk about how old I am. You already told us you were here for the advent of the home PCs. Oh, yeah. that's true. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> so the truth is out. So, so in 1987, we'll say, you know, I, I graduated from high school and then I did a semester at Fitchburg State in computer science. And then I was, I kind of was challenged because I was very socially skilled, mm -hmm. maybe not academically at the time to kind of be disciplined to do certain things. So I actually um, went from Fitchburg State and went to the Mount mm -hmm. because I realized that uh, I think my maturity level needs a little bit more of a <laughs> slow down pace and, you know, uh, go from there. So I went to the Mount and got a degree in business administration. And then at the end of the day, I started getting more interested in tech, but I also knew that I still needed a little bit more discipline. So I end up, I uh, have a friend of mine that was actually going through basic training at the Air Force and we had some conversations. Next thing you know, I'm in front of a recruiter and the conversation starts. So the conversation with the recruiter, I was like, hmm, okay, I'd love to, to join, but I'm really focused on technology. What can make sure that, you know, I'm not uh, <laughs> going into security or doing other things. And what happened was they gave me a guaranteed job if I passed the test took the test, passed it, and was able to get a guaranteed job as a computer operator. And then once I got that, I signed and went in there and I uh, was able to learn a lot about tech within the, the Air Force. So that was kind of just making sure that I ended up in a, in, a, in a career path that was headed towards where I wanted it to go. That's fantastic that you were able to use your service um, to really kind of further the skills and pursue your passion while also serving your country. Absolutely. And, and to, to, to add on to that is um, I actually was able to learn a lot about tech, learn a lot about, you know, maturing, growing as a citizen of the world as well as, you know, in the military. But the other thing was is I was able to get another program called Bootstrap, which allowed me to continue my education while on TDY, they called it, um, and I was able to get my bachelor's degree while uh, in the Air Force. It was paid for and all things like that. And the whole thing was just, uh, I had the opportunity to apply to be an officer. Uh -huh. And that's a whole nother story. But uh, with, the, with the whole side to it, there was a, so many opportunities by you know making that decision. And that was probably second to my marriage. <laughs> One of the best decisions I made was joining the Air Force. Yeah. You know, so. I know my wife's going to be listening, so I wanted to make sure that was in there. <laughs> <laughs> so 
after you left the Air Force, um, you've spent a lot of time IT working, um, owning a security company as well. How did you end up kind of merging all that together and knowing that I want to start a tech firm where I can do all the things that I've been doing? Like, how did that progression happen? Boy, this this is going to be full of stories. <laughs> so <clears throat> let's give you uh, the, the first two um, quick ones. So the first two quick ones were basically when I got out of the Air Force, I got a civilian job supporting a uh, small adhesive manufacturing company in Lowell. And I was their main IT person and learned a lot supporting a small business. Then I went into there to become a project lead in a global company, 39,000 people everywhere, manufacturing, things like that. And soon thereafter, that's when 9-11 happened, and some changes happened, and I uh, was laid off and had to kind of reinvent myself. And what I did was some some training, some certifications, and was able to get hired at a, a small managed service provider, Thrive Networks. And as I worked there, I started to learn quite a bit. But we also were supporting a lot of clients in the Boston area. Mm-hmm. This is the early 2000s. So something was going on in Boston, <laughs> and it's called the Big Dig. Mm. And at that time, during the, you know, uh, doing some work, things like that, I would be in the financial district. I'd look outside at 4 o'clock and see the parking lot that was, you know, 93, and realize I am not going to make it back for that Little League game in Lemonster. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so at that moment... I remember that day looking down and realizing I had to make a change um, family-wise, different things like that. So making the decision to start a company and get that entrepreneurial spirit going was a lot to take control of my time, availability to my family. Mm -hmm. And also I'm a community-driven person and being able to coach youth sports and be around and things. So that was... A decision I made, and I actually brought a franchise to 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 Lemonster in 2004 called Computer Troubleshooters. Yep, and that's what uh, uh, spurred me on the big dig. <laughs> so the big dig and needing to be with your family—that's a great Correct. reason. Absolutely. All the great reasons to be an entrepreneur. Yes, absolutely. Right now, we're going to take a quick break and step aside. We'll be right back right here on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Why should your business be a member of the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce? It's actually quite simple. The Chamber is dedicated to protecting and promoting the local business community. Our primary goals? To advance the region, help business owners network and grow, and to advocate on behalf of the business community. Joining the Chamber makes good business sense. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Travis and Kat from North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce here on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. We're on the road today at 1079 Central Street in Lemonster, the headquarters of ClearTech Group. We're chatting with Tony Fields, their president and CEO. And getting back to ClearTech Group and what you do in the beginning, you talked a little bit about the services and you had said, you know, if a business needs this or that. So when a business comes to ClearTech Group, how do you assess what exactly it is that they're going to need for infrastructure or for security or for all the other services that you provide under your IT solutions umbrella? Oh, that's a great question. And, and, and first things first, the, the conversation never even starts with technology. The conversation talks about 
their business, their mission? What are they trying to accomplish? And as we dig deeper into that, we start to realize more of what solutions are right and what solutions may be right. Um, And then we go through that process of kind of building a roadmap of understanding what their mission is, what they need to do. And we partner with them. And like I said, the, the biggest challenge with technology is so many things, so many options, so many shiny objects out there <laughs> that may not necessarily work for this business. Each one needs to be customized. And it really all starts with their mission. What are they trying to accomplish and how can we come in and help them achieve that mission as opposed to, you know, hey, this is a cookie cutter solution and go from there. So the first conversation really sitting down with management and understanding what they need. ClearTech is very informative with your social media posts and very engaging. And you had this great article recently where you were talking about uh, reaching out to business owners that have yet to embrace tech or that are really kind of intimidated by it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit of advice you have for that business owner who just looks at it and is like, I just need phone and an internet connection and I don't want to deal with any of the rest? Because when you're running a business, it's hard to think of all those other things that are kind of beyond your core operation. Yeah. And this one's something that I honestly have to train my team sometimes. A lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, folks that are leaders in their company. It's a challenge to be in a room where you're not the smartest person on some certain yeah. certain things, especially if you're not the smartest person about your business because mm-hmm. there's aspects of your business. I mean, you sit down with your accountant and you look at your spreadsheet and the accountant tells you, did you see, and you, you realize, wow, I never, I didn't see it that way. So you, you, there's there's a point of that where you have to humble yourself. And it's really important for, for us to understand that there are some folks that want the information, want the consultation, but we got to speak in terms of we're here for your best interest. We're here to help you out. And, and, and so that's on us. But the advice I would give to a business owner is really to look at IT as a strategy, an opportunity to get return on your investment. This is very similar. It's now so important to your business, you're going to need it. So how do you use it and tap it into your strategy? So this one, we talk more on this one. I was just saying how I'm talking from a higher level with most of our clients because if I get too technical, right, Kat? Mm-hmm. They, they start to get either intimidated or confused and frustrated. So we would say, okay, let's really just talk about and connect it to your business, mm-hmm. connect it to your goals and things like that. So it makes it a, uh, a more interactive conversation and less of an intimidating one. And that's hard. that's really difficult for businesses who are not tech savvy or don't even feel that tech is a part of their daily business to include them in the conversation at some point to say, OK, here are the scary tech terms that we're going to we're going to have to talk about at some point. But I love the fact that you start with the story of what they want to do, what their business is going to be, because what you can provide for them is all going to be based on that. So some of the services that you provide for a small business would be what? Uh, you're looking at their firewalls, their cloud. Like what do small businesses come in for mostly? So there's a lot of reasons why people reach out uh, and look to see one of a number of reasons. And one of them recently, the technology that they're using, they don't think they're getting enough out of or mm-hmm. they're not even sure about 
Some of the other ones is, you know, the cloud. It's that big question. It's like, should I migrate to the cloud? I'm seeing my competitors do this. How are they doing that? You know, uh, so that allows for us to help them. That's another big piece to this is competitive advantage. Um, but a lot of times there's, unfortunately, in our game, in, in our industry, there are some some texts or some competitors, we'll say, that are basically maybe getting outpaced by the technology, their knowledge and trying to keep up with it. It's a challenge. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that's really important here for, for at ClearTech Group is that we're, we're trying to challenge our, our techs and our support team, things like that, to always stay on top of it, be knowledgeable. So a lot of times the technology that businesses are using, they're either not getting enough out of it or mm-hmm. not even aware. And then the next piece is, Security. Mm. I really am scared of what's going on out there, and I don't feel as though I'm prepared. The risk is really making me nervous, those type of things. And then we have conversations with them to get that confidence back. Uh, We're very passionate about helping businesses get successful. Mm -hmm. And we don't want technology to be an obstacle Mm -hmm. to that. We want it to be an asset to what they're trying to accomplish. And so oftentimes there's just a conversation, just needs a discovery. Let's talk about what uh, challenges you're up against. And then we, uh, you know, go from there. One of the interesting things I think has been to see tech, how fast it seems to be accelerating. And it seems like every year it's accelerating faster and faster. As an IT group, how do you deal with that rapid acceleration? Like when you're putting together plans for businesses, how do you work to say, you know, this is still going to be obsolete and we're not going to have to upgrade for at least a few years when it seems like every day there's new articles about new stuff coming out? Yeah, that's, that is the, uh, that's the challenge. I wish I had a perfect answer for that one (laughs) because it is one of the things that uh, makes it interesting from my point. Like I am actually going to be going to a training session next uh, next month. Uh, and I'm going to be learning more about being a virtual chief security officer. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, C, it's uh, VCSO. And what that is, is it's, it's the opportunity to take, you know, businesses, uh, maybe inter- enterprise level businesses and be able to give them that type of service, even though they have an IT team and they may have some services that they don't require here, but they do need some strategy and they need somebody to be able to sit in their room when they're doing strategy and they have other C-levels or management in the room to talk to them about security. And so to, to answer your question, it's, it's consistently training and improving our knowledge so that our clients don't have to on technology. And that's what we're here for. So our team is certified. Um, we, we, we constantly are getting certified and, and making sure that we're working together. And we actually do train each other. There's training days and making sure that, hey, I saw this. Uh, and, and you might want to look at here. So my team actually does that. I, I actually am not even in the room uh, on that. They, they typically do it on Friday mornings. And so it's a combination of training, working together, and learning together as a, as a close, close knit group. And, you know, I consistently am on, you know, articles online and reading things, having things come in. So it's just always trying to stay up to date. I think it's also impressive that you're, you hire the brightest and the best out of the area because 
that's who is in it every day and learning about the newest stuff. And I know that you expand your team and you keep abreast. It must be really great to have a group of people as young, uh, because I too graduated in 1987 from high school, um, is, you know, my kids teach me how to do stuff on my phone all the time. I try really hard to keep up with it, but having young people and bright young people that are abreast of what is happening in the tech world must be really great. And the idea that they're sharing that, that's a great team environment you've created. Yeah, absolutely. And we're actually in, in the story that I was telling you guys just before we uh, set up uh, a quick shout out. The Fitchburg State, Mount Wachusett, and Monty Tech. We've been working on uh, hiring some some technicians and going through some a rigorous interview process. And we've had some really amazing. We've hired people out of out, out of Fitchburg State. We've hired people who've gotten certifications and certificates and things like that out of Mount uh, Wachusett. And we actually have three alumni from Monty Tech that have worked here or are currently working here or are soon to be working here. So uh, those programs um, at Monty Tech, uh, the programs that are going on at Mauachusett and uh, Fitchburg State, there's a lot of talent coming out of those programs. So we're really excited to be in this local area. And I'm actually very inspired now after this round of interviews to kind of tap back into those uh, those folks. I know a number of people uh, in leadership in all three of those places. And I think I'm going to go say hello <laughs> and see, because whatever they're doing, they're doing, they're doing something uh, right, because it's been great to few of the graduates of each one of those programs. And Tony, it's so refreshing to hear that, because I know you sat in the room with different uh, stakeholders from around the region with the chamber and different events. And one of the things that always comes up is discussions around the worker pipeline and the workforce pipeline and making sure that kids are graduating with skills for in-demand careers. And you look at IT and, and, and tech, and that's such an in-demand thing. And it's great to hear our local establishments, our local institutions really churning out students that can fit those local roles at companies like yours. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And it's and it's funny, I I laughed because one of our strongest candidates for one of our IT came out of the game design program at Fitchburg State. And I started to say I gotta I, I, I have to go over there and talk to them about the the, the training that they're doing there because I, I need to to either tap into it more and understand more so that I, I could see the superstars that are coming out as well as uh, it just amazes me that Fitchburg State is able to pull off such a great program with um, uh, the students that they have there. Actually, one of my sons just graduated from there as well, but he, I wouldn't say unfortunate. I think he's smartly, he decided to go into business as opposed to IT. But anyways, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's getting ready to take over the business when you retire down yeah. the road. Now you're talking. There you go. There we go. <laughs> I, I just had a question. Um, when COVID hit, one of the campaigns that the chamber did was the takeout blitz. And a lot of our restaurants had to trans transition from only in person and take out food by phone call to an online platform and online presence that didn't have it before. Were you guys a part of any of the switching over of our restaurants and a lot of our services that had to go online for the first time? One of the avenues that we helped with on that, we didn't have any necessarily have any client, but we were able to help some restaurants with upgrading their infrastructure. In particular, the security on their uh, their network as well as wireless, because now that was something that wasn't so critical. But now you need, hey, um, we have cars driving up to pick up takeout, 
and I need to be able to have a mobile phone that can be moved around so that when somebody you know, calls in or lets us know that they're in parking lot, I need this mobile phone to be. So that was one of the pieces that we were able to upgrade, but it was more of a project because for us, our, our real business model is based on relationships and monthly recurring revenue for us in connecting that so that I can bring in the team that can support the ongoing mission of businesses and restaurants uh, weren't in that, in that, um, business model for mm-hmm, us, mm-hmm. but we were on the side, we were there and there were so many things that we said yes to during that time for a number of reasons, but a lot of it was ultimately to make sure businesses survived through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did need a lot of support. Oh yes. This, yeah, really did. <laughs> for sure. All the way down. Yeah. So Tony, in talking about, um, you know, your, your mission and I know businesses need to change. They can't remain static and clear tech's always changing and evolving and very active with letting folks know what you're working on. What is next or what's kind of on the horizon for clear tech? So the big two, uh, the first one is security. Just, we've been doing a number of things, working as an IT support company, supporting IT, it's becoming more of a security first company. Security for first, let's make sure that we reduce the risk. We want to make sure your business survives whatever is thrown at it as there are attacks that are happening all the time. So we want to secure your business. Then it's the support, supporting your users, your, your employees that are working from anywhere. And then the last one is sitting on your side of the table to build a strategy together. So security first, getting more up to date on that, making sure that businesses are safe. The second piece is we're really working towards a designation cert from Microsoft. Uh, we've been a Microsoft partner for over 15 years, and we're now at the point where there's so many cloud migrations, people using Microsoft Teams, people using their office suite, uh, and being able to come to us to actually have those softwares and those services run through us, and then we support them to use it the best way possible. So Microsoft and security are the two things on the horizon. And those are very important. I mean, there's outside threats all the time that we're hearing about, and uh, it's good to know that we have someone on our side. Yes. Tony, I um, just want to say thank you so much for letting us um, invade your space today. We're really glad that we could be here today and talk to you and hear your story. Stories are what it's all about. And uh, I didn't geek out too much. I did pretty good. No, you did really good. (laughs) When the mics go off, we'll we'll It'll be different. It'll all be different. (laughs) Tony Fields, the president and CEO of Clear Tech Group at 1079 Central Street in Lemonster, Route 12, Tony, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to have you guys here. And, and, and it's exciting to, to, to hear that you guys are going out to local businesses and continuing to do this and get the word out. So thank you for that. Thank you. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.